1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 12. Sketch 157. A Belgian detective. Okay then, Rich, you're probably the only person who can do Belgian, so that's you. <laughs> I wouldn't bank on it. <laughs> Closest, I would Wall- imagine. Walloon, I believe. <laughs> Laura, do you want to be Leamington? And sure. I'll be Hastings. Okay, so we come to the question of the glove. That's German. Fuck. <laughs> and so we come to the question of the glove. A glove was discovered by the chambermaid in the Chamber. Whose could it have been? I posit it was the murderer's glove. And I recalled when I was introduced to you, Colonel Lemington, I shook your hand and it was cold. Who would go out in the cold without gloves? Nobody but the killer. What? That's circumstantial at best, ma'am. And yet, Mrs. Montgrave, the cook, distinctly heard you mention that you had mislaid a glove over breakfast this morning. What rot? Uh. Hercule, could I have a quick word? Oh, well. What are you waiting for? Finish him! I do not follow, dear friend. Do the thing. Do the evidence and get him to confess and get him banged up. You have heard my evidence. What? A cold hand? A retired military officer once had chilly fingers? Is that your lot? Give or take. So was also the cook's testimony. But I made that bit up. Are you telling me that all those speeches you've been giving up and down the country were all bluster? Don't you ever have anything? I have the little grey cells. And what do they tell you? That people think it's cute if I use a French for one mot in twenty, even though my English is impeccable. Croissant. (laughs) Is that your whole technique? A special francophonic ratio? Ah, oh, but mon ami, I always get my confession, no? Sure, but I sort of presumed that you had other evidence to show if a trial demanded it. Ever wonder why I always do this in drawing rooms, Monsieur Estings? Because you like cake? No. Well, all right, we, oui, but also because it allows me to drug their tea. What? As I'll admit to anything after a glug of that. Drug to the gills, that shower. <laughs> I just pick the one I don't like the look of, and how you say, bingo. So, we wait the minuit, and the colonel will announce his guilt. But he was drinking coffee. Impossible. He's English and well-bred in a large house, and it is tea time in the 1920s. I know, it's a rum affair, but that's how it is. Well, Hercule, I fear I must turn the tables and, with regret, pass you to the constabulary. Look at my moustache. What? Gaze deep into my moustache. Look at it. Look at its neatly trimmed follicles. Stare into its finickety Belgian precision. You are in my power. You will forget all you have heard. No, I shan't. Oh, for Christ's sake. Ah! All right, he's dead. Okay, it was Hastings all along. Little fucker. Everyone can go. Oh, and Colonel, here's your glove, chum. 
Dan's not to defend that, so. I will that of That's my original. Is it yours? Oh, I'll take it back then. Sorry. Yeah. It's all right. It's a masterpiece. I don't mind it. None of these shows ever have solid evidence without a confession. Yeah. Himself or Jessica Fletcher would never have convicted anybody in court. <laughs> Jessica Fletcher, let's not sully her good name. Do you want to know interesting facts? Go yes. On. Yes. When I was yeah. young, we had a snooker table in our house, which was a rash purchase because it didn't really fit in our house. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't full size, but it still didn't fit in the house. Um, and so it soon ended up in my bedroom. And it basically was the whole bedroom. It just sort of skirt round it. So we would we would play lots of snooker, but you could only use the normal cues on about three angles in the whole room. Otherwise, you'd use like a little short rubbish colour cue. And for some reason, I forget that cue was named after the character of Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> you'd go, so you'd oh. say, "Pass me Jessica Fletcher." We say, "Pass me Jessica," and we say, "Jessica's coming your way." <laughs> And it was it was definitely Jessica Fletcher it was named after. That's my recollection. That's Lemons. a great name for a pool cue. <laughs> you see? So you questioned it, it and now you realise. We all thought it'd be really cool to have a pool table. I think we sort of convinced ourselves that it would go in the house. We had quite a large hall. It did go in the hall for ages. But it was quite weird to open the door. So you deliberately what? bought a short, lightweight pool cue. Well, we said uh, any room there w- it was not a hundred. I don't know what sort of palace I you imagine we see. lived in. I'm with you. I'm with. Well, you bought a pool table. We would have fit a pool table in my house. Well, maybe I mean, you could have. You just yeah, like probably, us yeah. would have found that actually it was. Yeah, it yeah was that's a bit true. Of an imposition. Yep. Yeah. Was it worth it for all the fifty p's yeah. at the end of the month? <laughs> Do you know a Cabot Cove, where Jessica Fletcher is from, has a fifty uh, percent higher murder rate than Honduras? <laughs> <laughs> Great fact. The house right. prices must have been quite Fair reasonable. Yeah. You'd hope so. That's true. I mean, two hundred and seventy-four uh, killings. I mean, there's about two two killings an episode, so there's at least you know you have two hundred seventy-four people who've been murdered, and about a hundred hundred <clears throat> people who have been murderers and therefore in jail. There's a lot of people in prison from Cabot Cove, so there must be a lot of housing available. <laughs> That's right. It's lots of empty properties and they're going cheap. 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor, Alistair Turvitt and Richard Catherall. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by the evenings. See you tomorrow.